here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Hey guys, we're doing something a little different in this episode, and we'd love to get your feedback. Do you want us to do more of these types of things, keep them rare but keep doing them, or scrap them all together? I thought this was a better place to ask for feedback than throwing it at the end, since if you're not into um, this sort of episode, you've probably tuned out by the time you get to the end. So let me know on Twitter, at either at Voices Wrestling, or directly to me at the R double, that's T H E R D O U B L E. Uh, or post over on the Voices of Wrestling forums. Uh, either way, I'll, I'll see him. Um, thanks and enjoy the show. Uh, hopefully, anyway. But if you don't enjoy it, make sure to let me know. Thanks. Uh, hello everybody and welcome to the 23rd episode of the Brit Rest Roundtable, but more, far more important than that, the Euro Draft edition. Um, we kind of talked about it a little on the last episode, but this episode we're dedicating, uh, we've been swept up in WWE's draft fever and we're going to be doing our own uh, draft over the course of this episode. Um, drafting people from across the European scene and a few imports uh, into four um, rosters. Uh, one for each of us on this episode. Uh, I am Robin Reed, and I will be representing RevPro. Um, and I'm joined, as usual, by Ollie Court, representing Progress. Hello. I'm so hyped for this. It could be amazing audio, or it could just all go wrong horribly. It's very exciting. <laughs> and Arnold Furious, uh, representing WXW, because we needed someone to represent one of the promotions that we cover. Uh... Guten Tag. Well done. <laughs> um, I've kind of, uh, you may have been able to notice I've kind of just uh, thrust that upon them as I'm doing the intro. And we were going to be joined by Johnny, uh, Bo's Johnny, but uh, unfortunately schedules got in the way and he kind of fell through. So there will be no OTT representative, but much to uh, his dismay, uh, as he's about to find out, representing ICW. <laughs> <laughs> which I'm sure he's overjoyed to find out. Um, Ian Seaton on his first yeah. slash second appearance on this, because hopefully this time he's not a robot. Yeah, 
Um, can I have OTT? That would be a lot better. <laughs> you can have OTT. I'll be, yes. I'll be nice. And I've been, so that counts. Yeah, yeah. Um, not that those representings actually mean anything, but uh, yeah. Uh, so what what we're going to be doing is each of the four of us are all going to be drafting our own rosters of uh, check number twenty five. Well, that's a nice round number that it's ended up as um, twenty five wrestlers. Um, with a mix between male and female, as well as imports slash domestic talents, um, domestic being European rather than just British, um, and at the end we're going to be publishing these rosters, uh, probably on the Voices Wrestling forums, um, we'll be trying to sell you on those rosters and we'll probably do some sort of vote to see who quote-unquote won the draft. Um, but really, this is just a, a way of us. Um, We're having a bit of a laugh. <laughs> having a bit of a laugh and f- having a nice, easy way to talk about some wrestlers we usually wouldn't get a chance to talk about on these episodes because they're not. They may not be in the top tier of uh, British wrestling, but we may, may be people we have our eyes on uh, as uh, talents for the future. Uh, so we'll be able to claim them now. And then uh, in two years' time, when they've done nothing, we'll completely forget about them. Or if uh, the odd one does go somewhere big, we'll be able to pat ourselves on the back a lot. Pat ourselves on the back? Pat ourselves on the back. There we go. Um, <laughs> so I'll just quickly run through the rules so you know what's happening. Uh, we got f- no, I, we don't have five people. Uh, edit that out, future Rob. Um, we'll be taking it in turns to pick our rosters um, with some discussion. Um... And once someone's picked, it's a draft, so no one else can then pick them after that. We're not going to all end up with exactly the same rosters. That would be stupid. Uh, you know how drafts work. WWE just did one. Um, uh, there's going to be four different sections of drafting, um, each in a different category. Um, the first and the main one being European base males, uh, which we're going to be drafting 18 of, which does sound like a lot. It was... 14, but 18 does sound like a lot, but we'll, we'll, be, we'll see how we go. We may cut that down if we're three hours in and we've done 10 each. Um, they qualify for European-based if they're European-born and they wrestle regularly on the European scene recently. Uh, for example, Zack Sabre Jr. or Will Ospreay would count, but uh, Neville or Martin Stone wouldn't count because they don't wrestle regularly on the UK or European scene anymore. Um despite being European-born, or, uh, and, or, uh, they can also count if they wrestle predominantly on the European scene at the moment. Uh, so, for example, uh, Mike Bailey would count um, after his visa issue, so he, he now counts as a domestic option. Uh, TK Cooper, from New Zealand, predominantly wrestles, maybe exclusively wrestles in Europe at the moment, I think exclusively, um, or uh, Travis Banks would count there as well. Uh, while, say, uh, Chris Hero or Tomohiro Ishii, while they have wrestled in the UK uh, and in Europe recently, they don't wrestle predominantly on the European scene, so they would have to count as an import, which is our second category. Uh, we're each going to be drafting two imports, uh, two male imports, and they qualify simply if they've wrestled in Europe since the beginning of 2015. Um, then we've got the same thing on the female side. Uh, we'll be drafting... Four domestic females and one female import. Um, 
a few other miscellaneous rules. Uh, tag teams do not count as one pick, um, so no one wants to end up with a hunter brother, just one. Mm -hmm. uh, no offence, Jay, or no, Jim and Lee, would help if I knew their names. So be careful if you're picking someone you only want for a tag team, because someone else may take, may take them. The draft order is going to be snaking, um, so if you're last in the order, you will then, on the next round, be first in the order. So that might be a good opportunity to get a tag team. Um, I guess that's an advantage of being first or last in the, the random drawn order, which I've done before. Um, wrestler situations outside of Europe are going to remain unchanged in this fictional draft world we're creating. Um, for example, if you're drafting Will Ospreay, um, it's under the assumption that he's going to be missing a lot of the shows um, that you are fictionally going to be running with your roster, because he is going to be keeping his New Japan commitments. Um, but if you drew, say, uh, if you drafted, say, Joe Kofi, his only real commitments at the moment are to ICW, that's in Europe, so basically you get him all the time you want him. Um, that's especially going to be important for the imports because Okada may be a better wrestler than Eddie Edwards, but you're probably going to get Eddie Edwards for more shows than you are Okada. So uh, keep that in your head when you're, well, the four of us when we're drafting and also when you're voting on our rosters at the end. Um, that also means that Noam Dar, Tommy End and Big Dame are all off the table since they signed recently. Um, so don't be picking them. And I think that's about it for my long diatribe at the beginning, which will hopefully be cut down a lot in editing. I say hopefully I'm the one who's doing it. So I guess it's time to draft. That sounded really corny, but uh, yes. <laughs> it is time. I have four things that I've predicted that will occur, and I will Ooh. save them after we've finished. So yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Little tease. I hope they're written down so you can't just look like yes, a. Yes, they are. I'll take a print screen of my. Yeah. <laughs> no levels of trust on here. Um, <laughs> speaking of levels of trust, um, I did the random draft uh -huh. order beforehand and uh, unfortunately ended up first oh. myself, uh, which looks yes. a bit dodgy, I know. Random. But it's, it does <laughs> snake, so it shouldn't make too much difference because <laughs> uh, it does mean I'm going last in the second round and the fourth round and so on. Um, also, forgot to mention this earlier, each different category is going to have its own order. So if orders look a bit dodgy, that's why. Because we're going to be interspersing the, the different categories throughout to hopefully keep things interesting. Um, yeah, I guess it's time to go. So first up... Uh, first round is going to be a domestic male choice, and I am, as mentioned, first to choose. So who do I go for? Um, you know, I just did that talk about how Will Ospreay is going to be missing a lot of shows because he will still have his New Japan commitments, so I probably shouldn't pick him, <laughs> but he's my favourite wrestler. And I'm going to have enough regulars 
I'm going to be drafting enough regulars throughout the, the other round. So I'm going to go for Will Ospreay. I think he's the best wrestler in the UK at the moment. He's my favourite wrestler in the world. So, yeah, that a bit of a vanity pick since he's in in kayfabe, not going to be there all the time for, for my shows. But uh, he, when he is going to be there, he's going to offer such great matches that uh, why wouldn't I draft him? Um, yeah, no, I mean, if we're drafting our favourite wrestlers, um, <laughs> <laughs> not the one you would think. No, my um, my first pick would be would be Mark Haskins, who I think, um, in terms of um, you know people who are working regularly in the UK, I can't think of anyone at the moment that's better than him, especially in the last, even the last couple of months. The last time I was on this, I was I was kind of you know praising him as, as best as i thought i could but he seems to have just gotten better since then and um, i yeah he's he's gonna be number one pick for me yeah mark was definitely it was between him and osprey because i love haskins he's great and he's probably the best pick here um but yeah my my uh my favoritism for osprey couldn't he couldn't quite get past that but very, very good choice, of course. I will say, though, if any of you pick my actual favourite wrestler, <laughs> I will not be happy. <laughs> yeah, Shah Samu's not being your, your first pick. Uh, he will be upset to hear that, I'm sure. Um, next up is Ollie. Uh, yeah, well, I had Mark Haskins number one on my board, so I, I think Ian made a very good choice there. Um, but number two on my board, and my first pick will be Jimmy Havoc. Uh, he's currently uh, nursing a knee injury, but what he did in progress over like that two-year run where he was the top heel and the champion, absolutely fantastic work both in the ring and with his character. Like a, a genuinely hateable heel in this day and age is very hard to come by, and Havoc does it really well. Um, he can train your people, uh, so there's sort of that for the future as well, if I'm thinking someone to build around. And I think with his character, like, just because that arc of in progress has ended, doesn't mean that, like, he's stuck in that, like, mode forever. He can reinvent himself, he can come back from the injury with something new, go to a new direction. Um, I think that chapter of Jimmy Havoc's career will be legendary, but I think he can go some great places as well in the future. So, number one pick, Jimmy Havoc. Do we know when he's um, coming back from his injury? Because he's been gone a long time. He has been gone a long time, so it's a bit of a risky pick. <laughs> but um, I think he will be coming back eventually. He, there's like a charity show for there's like a charity show for him in like September in Scotland, so maybe we hear something about it for for him there. But I think he can come back. You know, he's not that old. There's more in the tank for Jimmy Havoc, definitely. Sowing discord for the voters already. He's not going to be there. <laughs> Awful pick. <laughs> the comeback rusty and terrible. Vote for me. Also, he's he's not threatening to go to WWE anytime oh, soon, good unlike good. some other higher guys. <laughs> good sell, good sell. Um, and now on for two picks in a row here. The benefit of the snake. Um, yeah, I also had Haskins down as number one. Uh, kind of got thrown a little bit there by everyone else wanting him ahead. Uh, but 
seeing as who's left on the table uh, includes Zack Sabre Jr. and Marty Skrull, I'll just be taking them both, thanks. The leaders are yours. Yep. I've also got a tag team there, so kind of a bonus. <laughs> I don't think anyone can argue with, with either of those guys as, as like top-tier uh, talents. I mean, they're a main event. They're also a tag team. Um, you've got any number of possibilities with other guys that I'm going to draft wrestling against them. Okay, second pick is going to be Pete Dunn because he is putting in some fantastic work right now. Um, like, really tremendous heel, um, which he's grown over the past year. Um, fantastic worker as well. He's heading to PWG, which proves like that pretty much cements if you're in the bowler field, unless your name is Cody Rhodes, you're a fantastic performer. So <laughs> Pete Dunn, he's an up and comer. He may not have like the kind of resume that the other guys have, but he's gonna build it over the next couple of years. So he'll build he'll build it in my fantasy company. <laughs> Sly burial of Cody Rhodes as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Pete's definitely due for a big year coming up. I mean, we kind of said that last year, and he's been very impressive this year, but uh, I'm fully expecting him the next 12 months to him to really step it up and become like a an international name, the same way Osprey has in the last year. Okay. Um, yeah, Pete Dunn was going to be my next pick, so this is this is going great. Although, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of breaking out, my, my next pick's going to be Jack Gallagher. Um, he's... Yeah, he's he's on the Cruiserweight Classic already. He's showcasing, you know, the fact that he is he's one of the better talents, especially working. I think the way he works, the the kind of let's say the the world of sports style, um, he can put a form of, or a type of entertainment into it that that a lot of the the more serious kind of uh, wrestlers don't seem to do. He keeps you entertained. He's he's just brilliant, isn't he? Really, um, I I don't see, um anyone in that I mean you could say Zack Sabre Jr but I don't see anyone in that style that's quite as as kind of entertaining um, as he is so yeah number two Jack Gallagher another one can't really argue with Um, but that does leave me with Big Daddy Walter who was someone who uh, I was crossing my fingers you'd all uh, leave for me Uh, I really think he's a very underrated talent which Maybe partly because he doesn't work in the most uh, visible of places. Um, pretty much nearly exclusively works in WXW. Has done some progress work recently and is very much impressed. But I really think he's coming into his own in the last last year or so. And he's been very good for a long time. But uh, he's just hitting his real peak now. Um, I think he's late 20s, early 30s. Um, which is way younger than I thought he would be before I looked into it. And I think he's potentially the best big man uh, in Europe. Yeah, definitely the best big man in Europe. Maybe the best big man in all of the West. I'd say top five in in the world in terms of uh, big wrestlers. And yeah, I've been loving his work in the last year, especially his matches against uh, Chris Hero. He had a tremendous match with um, Dave Mastiff, uh, in the strong style, which was somewhat surprising to me because I haven't really enjoyed a Dave Mastiff match to that degree for a long, long time. Um, you know, so I put a lot of credit on that to to Walter. Also, a uh, first round of this year's um, 16 Carat had, for me, the match of the tournament against uh, Zack Sabre Jr. And that was very much a, Zach's, uh, very much a Big Daddy Walter match. Um, yes, very happy to, to have him on my roster. And 
am looking forward to the hypothetical Osprey versus Walter match because um, I really think the one thing Osprey has been lacking uh, to this point in his career is a big bruiser who can beat him up, throw him around, and be his Samoa Joe to what AJ Styles had. Um, and I think Walter could be that. So yes, Walter is my second pick. And then I realise immediately that I have another pick, um, which I didn't take into account when picking that time. Um, who do I want second? Um, I'm going to take Zach Gibson. Um, the second Zach already to, to be, be drafted. Uh, I think he's someone who probably doesn't get an, as much talk as he deserves um, for the work he's been putting in over the last um, couple of years. Um, having tremendous matches as a, has an amazing promo. Um, <laughs> I misspoke slightly there saying a amazing promo, but it's uh, actually rather apt considering he's managed to get one promo almost identical uh, more over than anything else in progress at the moment. Uh, it's uh, quite the feat. Um, I think if he gets a chance um, to be brought into the... Um, brought brought into different companies internationally, he will uh, hit it out the park. Um, there's an American reference. Um, Yay, baseball! Baseball, that's a, that's a thing they do in America, right? Um, bring him over to America, he's great. Yes, okay, I'm going to come in out of left left field. We'll go for left field. Um, pick someone Another who I think is reference. one of the... <laughs> Can we just, like, you know, insert as many baseball... I think I've run out of baseball references. You get bonus points for, <laughs> for baseball references. This one's going to be a home run. Um, oh, no. Come on, come on. This, um, yeah, Axel Dieter Jr. from WXW, mm -hmm. um, I think... I think is one of the better baby faces um, on the planet. Um, well, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not that last sixteen carat. But the times <laughs> Tell that I've to seen the, him, uh, WXW fans. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they they like him. I think they like him deep down. I don't. I don't see what the issue. They like is. to he, boo him. Um, yes, <laughs> they do. <laughs> but no, that the fact I don't understand at all how he is not not everywhere i think maybe the schedule in wxw is causing causing a bit of trouble in that in that regard but he's just so good he he shows babyface fire that i again i don't think i don't think he can really match it i mean certainly not in wxw um yeah i don't really have that much to say about him i just i just really really like him so yeah he's my number three that's a good a reason as ever um, yeah, as I, I'm just picking people I like. Like that—that's what's going to happen here. You're going to give big, fancy explanations about all your, all your favorite wrestlers, and I'm just going to say how much I like people. <laughs> and you still haven't drafted Shaw, which is the biggest <laughs> shocker no, so listen, far. None of us are going to pick him, so <laughs> I'll get true. him eventually. I might pick him out of spite at this point. Uh, <laughs> so, so be careful. Um, yeah, Ollie's up next. Okay, there's a couple of ways I could go with this, but I think since I've got two heels to start off, I'm going to go with um, a guy who could potentially be a big uh, babyface like, to build the company around, and that would be Joe Kofi. Um, ICW guy, uh, but he's shown that he's a lot more than just a character, and he's had some great matches in ICW in progress. Um, the Iron Man gimmick is a good one, like, it's very eye-catching, you can put that on the front of a poster and people will come to see him. 
Um, and he can only get better. He's still pretty young. Um, big. Uh, he's one of the best big men in Europe. Um, I would have taken Volta before him, but I think Kofi is younger and potentially more marketable. So, yeah, I think <laughs> I, I see nothing but good things for him in the future. I, I kind of take umbrage with the, with Joe Coffey being called a big man. I know he's in the big lads division, <laughs> but he's like five foot eight. He's stout, is what he is. Uh, yeah. That's big for me. <laughs> and Ollie, that's that's taller than half of us here. Yeah, I would love Arn for you to go up to, to Joe Coffey and tell him how, how not big he is. I'm sure he'd be very happy about it. I just kind of gaze above his head. <laughs> I, well, you that, I, I do like Joe. I do like him. <laughs> don't don't kill me, Joe. Uh, I'm next, Chip. For a double pick. Okay, well... To start off with, I'm going to go with somebody who is a big lad, um, like somebody who is a, a a true like giant in European wrestling in terms of size. Uh, former WWE superstar Drew Galloway. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew is he's a proven draw. Uh, he's done very well with the uh, with titles up in Scotland. Um, I think that the potential for him working with either of the other guys that I've already drafted, Sabre Jr. and Skrull. You've got a great match there, however way you slice it. And when I get around to my uh, like import pick, because I'm first, so I know I'm going to get what I want, um, <laughs> I also have another good match lined up there. Um, for the second pick... Um, this is really hard because I've got like names that I know are going to go before I get up again. So um, I'm going to go with Tyler Bate. Um, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's sorry, the worst thing you've ever done. Um, <laughs> because when it comes to potential, he's the absolute top of the tree. He is the has the biggest potential to be the uh, breakout star of anyone in British wrestling and European wrestling. Um, so yeah, he's he's definitely worth having high up. I, I hear sounds of upset people. <laughs> <laughs> we were all trying to see how long we could leave it till we. Yeah, I, I thought he would go <laughs> earlier, so I was looking at the order and thinking, well, the next time I get a pick, there will have been like, what, like mm. another six wrestlers picked. There's no way he's not going in the next six, and I want him more than anyone else. So he's in. Makes sense. Still very young, but uh, that's that's a lot of potential to grow into, and he's he's far from bad now. Yeah, and I've already got three like established main event guys, so you know I'm not going to be short on on top tier guys. But for a young up and coming star, he's he's the one to bet on. Well, as my uh, exclamation would suggest, <laughs> I was going to say Tyler Bate next, but there's another guy who also has sort of um, un unseen talent i guess because he's never particularly worked anywhere big but he's got talent coming out the wazoo um and he's still young and he can still get better and that would be ryan smile um just an absolutely fantastic high flyer very charismatic and he could go very far and it's amazing that like no one has particularly given him a chance yet although i did see that uh rev pro have put him on their upcoming cockpit show so that could be his chance. Um, same with a couple of other guys who have 
recently got on onto those cockpit shows that's sort of the gateway to york hall and uh getting internationally recognized i guess so in keeping with my first couple of picks whereby it's guys who haven't really been used to their fullest extent ryan smile uh definitely fits in with those guys and he has tremendous chemistry with pete dunn so that could be an excellent matchup to watch out for i will pick uh, josh bodum because uh, speaking of of young people who are up and coming and are getting more and more impressive by the by the minutes um josh bodum going from when i started getting back into the uk scene in 2014 and um, to now it's, it's like a different person he, he's um his match with uh, Tomohiro Ishii um, at Summer Sizzler just there was was probably some of the best stuff um, he's he's done, and it just showcases that he's le- he's always learning and he's always improving. And I think in a couple of years' time, he might be one of the better better talents in the country. So yeah, Josh Bottom. Yeah, he was going to be my next one. So uh, quick readjustment here. Uh, this is going to be the f- the final. Uh, pick of this section of uh, domestic guys although I will have the first pick on the next one so I guess I kind of have a double here uh, do I want to leverage that into some sort of tag team um nah nah um I'm gonna pick you know the, the, a country that's that's half European he, he pretty much counts um the Moscow Torpedo Ilya Dragunov, because um, nice. he <laughs> is nuts and brilliant. Uh, he will uh, throw his body at whoever his opponent is and hit them really, really hard, and it is very, very entertaining. Um, and with the guys that I have on my roster so far, uh, particularly Volta and Gibson, that's, that's things I would like to see happen. It, it sounds very entertaining to me. Um, and I would want to see those matches. So, Ilya Dragunov is my fourth pick, and the final pick before we move into the first round of FM. This is where I try and remember what that acronym stands for. (laughs) Foreign foreign Mail. Yeah, so this is where we're drafting our first uh, import uh, from the mail side of things, and as Arn said earlier, he is up first. Um, when I was thinking about this, I was looking at all the possibilities and thinking there's an, there's an awful lot of really great talent out there. So, and there's a lot of it that's worked sort of in Europe recently, especially Japanese talent. Um, so I kind of undenied about this for a while, but the one guy who I think is going to benefit my, uh, proposed promotion, uh, is somebody who I, I figure if I pay him enough money, I'd be able to get him more frequently than a lot of the New Japan guys, and that'd be Daisuke Sekimoto. And with with the likes, of, I mean, Sekimoto against any of the four guys that I've drafted so far is like four stars easy. Well, um, this is where we we check the ruling to see when he last worked the UK. <laughs> uh, well, he, he may WX... not be eligible. He worked WXW, which is Europe, which I asked you about. Is. When we were checking on rules, was that so. 2015? That it probably was. Uh, WXW, yep, yep, 2015. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Yay! And not even early 2015, late 2015. How forgetful I am. Ah, yes, he uh, was in that tag match with against Zach Daddy with uh, Dita Junior. 
I completely forgot about that one. Uh, oh, I did not. Rules lawyer, are you there? Um, yes, he is yours. Um, Woo! Damn. Although, that does leave me my first choice, although I'm last to pick here, so it may not still be there. Um, that is a very good choice. He is, like, I think everyone will agree that Sakamoto is a tremendous <laughs> wrestler. Um, anyone with eyes, anyway. Um, and maybe with ears, because he makes some amazing sounds. <laughs> um, who are you going to combat... Uh, the the drawing power and sheer amazingness, amazing is amazingness. That's almost a word. Uh, <laughs> of Sekimoto with Ollie, because you're next up. Um. Well, like Arn said, there's a lot of Japanese guys, a lot of New Japan guys who I could pick, but the problem is you're only gonna get them once or maybe twice a year, and you can't like with the main event New Japan guys, you just can't put anyone over them, so it just doesn't work booking-wise, if you want to book them consistently. Uh, so I'm going to go with someone who I didn't actually have a written down, and I only just remembered a minute ago, but I don't know why, because he's tremendous, and it's Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, his match with Kushida at, in the York Hall was ridiculously good, um, and he would fit in very well amongst the Pete Dunns and the Ryan Smiles. Um and yeah, just very, very fun to watch. One of the best juniors in the world. And I can put people over him <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> so he fits into the booking very well. Yep, he's worked at IPW UK, Southside, WXW and PCW in the last year. So very much eligible. Um, and again, very, very good. Um, another great pick. We really have a, a lot of great guys to choose from from the imports. We, we In the last few years, we've really been spoiled. Like, almost everyone who we would want to possibly see have come over here. Um, and Kyle O'Reilly is right at the top of that bunch. Although, signed to an exclusive um, ROH contract. Limited dates. Um <laughs> For now, at least. And then also, he's working New Japan. Ooh, he's got a busy schedule. <laughs> Rob might as well be just shouting, vote for me, vote for me. <laughs> well, that's, that's how you play this game. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> saying that with my number one pick as Osprey, who's also working um, somewhere in the US, uh, depends on who you listen to, <laughs> but, uh, Ring of Honor and Evolve at some point in later this year. Um, and then obviously New Japan, so yeah, but ignore that and still vote for me. Um, <laughs> Ian, Daisuke Sakamoto, yes. Kyle O'Reilly, who are you following it up with? I am going to pick um, somebody who, for whatever reason, I have not paid attention to for years. I used to watch him in Noah, um, and then from what I can tell, he disappeared, but I think he went to All Japan, and he is now, um, or at least the last time I saw him, he was in Wrestle 1. Um, he had an amazing match uh, a couple of weeks ago, and might have just been last week, against Andy Wu, and that would be uh, Kataro Suzuki. I think he is unbelievably underrated as a performer. Um, his heel work, when he's working heel, is unbelievable. I seem to remember a match with Kenta um, in, in Noah that was ridiculous, where he just dragged Kenta up into the crowd, attacked him with a chair, he was breaking chairs over his head, things like that. Um, as a babyface, he's also excellent. He's 
I don't know how old he is at this point, but he's still got um, got the speed that he's had. He's got the, the proficiency that he's always had. Um, and just based on the fact that I've watched him recently and he blew me away, yeah, Kotaro Suzuki is, is my number one foreign man. 38 years of age. He's an old guy, but he's my number one foreign man. So. He is... He is very good, and you're right, he is the current uh, Wrestle 1 Cruiserweight Champion. Um, worked for F4, uh, F4W, that's a no, website that Dave Meltzer runs, uh, for FW uh, in, I think, early 2016? That this sounds about right. Definitely Haskins. this year, wasn't it? Yeah, it was against Haskins earlier this year. So. Uh, he a, a somewhat off-the-wall pick that I definitely haven't even considered, but yes, very, very good wrestler again um plus he works for wrestle one so he can come over whenever yes, he wants they don't have the most full <laughs> schedules so that that's a good call um probably more frequently than sakamoto and o'reilly that's that's definitely a point um and finally it's me and i am amazed that he i got through all three of you without him being picked um he's my hero it's chris hero Actually, if uh, Ollie was doing like picks that would happen like during this, I was like, uh, I bet, I bet he goes for hero. Like when we were listing through them, I just, I could, I could sense it coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, was that one of your four predictions, by the way, Ollie? Nothing hero related. I am, I'm very happy to to be welcoming uh, Chris Hero to my brand. It's a great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's a top five wrestler in the world minimum uh, in 2016 and he isn't really tied down anywhere he kind of works everywhere and anywhere he's recently been fairly regular on the uk scene worked worked several progress shows and then uh at... ian you saw him up in um up yeah in, in edinburgh, he wrestled against... in edinburgh. Yeah. it was meant to be damo it ended up as kofi didn't it Yes, it did, yeah, and it was ridiculous. I've seen them wrestle twice. Um, they wrestled was it last year or the year before, um, which was amazing. And then, yeah, this year was, to be honest, I've seen him one, two, three, four, five times in the since uh, since May. So, yeah, every single time he wrestles, he's he, he's it's slightly different, but it's very similar, and he just he's he's so good. Putting my own roster over for me, beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Um, and um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I said Walter could be the guy to really round out Osprey as a performer, um, have some definitive matches against him. Osprey versus Hero is another of that kind of match. You know, the, the young high flyer with a lot of hype. Their definitive performances often come against big bruisers who are going to beat them up. Um, and throw them around and Chris Hero as well as Volta is another guy who can do that for Osprey um, so yes very happy to have him aboard uh, we're looping back to the domestic males um, which has a strange connotation but um, <laughs> <laughs> who am I going to be picking to cook my meals for this show um, it, me up first again uh, because I did have the option of picking a tag team and didn't choose to take it. Who do I go for now? I'm going to go with Mike Bailey, which is kind of an almost cheap pick, but he's almost working... He's working predominantly in the UK at the moment, 
So, yeah. Why wouldn't I pick him? He's a tremendous wrestler. In the last, pretty much every York, uh, every Rev Pro show he's been on uh, this year, which has been a lot of them, he's been in like the top two or three matches, um, delivered every time out, whether it be against Osprey, uh, Bodum, uh, Skirl, uh, I'm forgetting who he's gone against, but he's been against more people than that, and they've all been good. Um, yes, Mike Bailey is being brought on side for me. One won't be long. Um, yeah, Sha Samuels. Ah, hey! you're coming hey! Sha, Because he's <laughs> the fucking best. So, like, it doesn't matter that he's not particularly proficient in the ring. Um, he's just brilliant. So, I mean, yeah, Sha Samuels is my favourite wrestler and uh, I had to pick him eventually. So, yeah, there you go. East. East. Yeah, mug. <laughs> East is greater than Moose. It's, it has been proven. Um, Let's hope that chant just disappears very yeah, quickly, by that, the way. That, because, that got yeah. annoying quickly. Uh, Bailey has also been against Bodum and... Uh, I said Bodum. Uh, he's also been against Damo and Dunn. Pete Dunn. That's who I was forgetting. Um, and yes, all five of his RevPro performances have been very good. Skirl, Osprey, Bodum, Dunn and Damo. Um... To be fair, they've been very good opponents for him, but he's delivered every time out. Yeah, that you put that in the wrong box, by the way, in the, uh, <laughs> in the roster. Do not want him. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> I've given Shah to, uh, to arm there, um, which uh, could have caused a, a major controversy. Um, I would not have been happy. You would not have been happy. No. There, there would have been a, a fight, yes. I'm sure. Um, I would have been, please, please get rid of him. <laughs> No, don't be mean to Shah. He's he's good for what he is. He, he does an excellent Shinsuke Nakamura impression. I Listen, still have not found that. I need to find that at some point. Um, he's the best. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, he's your best no, sixth he's, pick. He's the best. Yeah, sixth pick. He's the best <laughs> sixth pick picked by Ian. That's that's the. Uh, that's the conditions I'll, under you know which what? he is the best. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and and so will he. He will have to. Because uh-huh. um, I'm sure he's listening. Who wouldn't? Um, Ollie, you're next up. I will go for Mr. Paul Robinson. Because he is very underrated heel worker. Um, and you saw that in his title, progress title match against Will Ospreay last year. And that match, um, I didn't love it in the moment, but I almost, it's like a fine wine. It, it like gets better and better in my mind as it goes on. Like, his work in that was fantastic. Um, he can either feud against or team with Jimmy Havoc on my roster, depending on what we want to do. Um, he's just, he's a vile human being in the ring. <laughs> and, again, also very genuinely hateable. And like he's 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 a small man, but he's he looks like he looks vicious. His offense looks genuinely deadly. Like he's a, like a genuinely genuine kickboxer, I think, kickboxing background or something like that. Correct. Um, very underrated guy. Um, don't know why Progress have stopped using him. Maybe just to like cycle him out for a little bit and make him come back fresher when they do start using him again. But yeah, I <laughs> I think he's very underrated. Wouldn't argue too much there. Um, recently had a, a Progress Championship match over at, uh, 
think it was CCW somewhere in Ireland. Yeah, um, CCW. Celtic. It was it was uh, very house showy, but uh, he he's very good at the crowd interactions. Yeah. Uh, by which I mean insulting the crowd. <laughs> when he had to go at that guy with the Super Mario Brothers T-shirt on, I was in bits. The, the language is the kind that I'm not supposed to repeat here, but <laughs> it was delicious. Um, can I segue that? Speaking of delicious, uh, um, Arn, who are your next two delicious picks? I, well, the next one is extremely delicious because it's Trent Seven, which means oh. I've got another tag team because I've got Mustache Mountain. But also, Trent Seven against absolutely anyone on that list is just a fantastic match. Um, Trent Seven, uh, well, I don't know how it's taken him this long to get noticed. It, it's insane to me that like he's been bubbling around under the surface of, of Brit Rest for, for, for years and years and years, but now he's kind of suddenly getting noticed and getting the push. Uh, yeah, thrilled for him, really. Uh, he and Tyler Bate are a great tag team. Um, so them against the leaders, I've immediately got like a like a big tag main event if I if I want it. Um, the uh, I get another pick, right? You do indeed. I get another pick. Um, so uh, the next pick, I'm going to go for Mark Andrews. Uh, Mark Andrews, really good, um, terrific flyer. Um, there's, there's been around for, for quite a while uh, again he's another guy that can have a really good match with uh, with any of the top tier guys uh, he showed against Chris Hero that he can take an absolute beating so I, I would imagine like a match with Galloway would be a lot of fun and Sekimoto for that matter um, yeah I'm just basically I'm just booking guys who I just want to see wrestle each other <laughs> I've got like seven guys and that their matches against each other are, are all going to be great Yeah, I've, I've also got two tag teams. You, you, you're collecting them at this point. Um, <laughs> Which I originally, when I was when I was looking at names, I was like, I was kind of thinking, well, if it happens, it happens, and, and it's just kind of organically fallen into place. <laughs> Andrews, I would say he's tied down to TNA, but uh, they do kind of only run. It, it is quite a light schedule that yeah, they've got. So, so um, yeah, he's. I mean, you can see with the work that he already does for for progress that he's over here quite a lot um plus like I, i've already got like a like a core set of guys uh, above there i mean you could say galloway as well i suppose but um yeah I'm, I'm happy with that okay next up i'm gonna go with rampage brown um to fit the theme of guys who kind of are underutilized um Brown seems to just never be able to be used quite as well as he should have in the promotions he works for. Progress use him on pretty much every show, and he puts in good performances all the time, but he never feels like a feature act. He's always just kind of hovering around. So it'd be nice to see someone, potentially my fantasy company, uh, push him to his fullest extent. You know, he he's a glorified bodyguard on WCPW. <laughs> um... I don't mean uh, he works NGW. I know, um, but I don't, I'm not too familiar with that. But yeah, it'd be cool to see Brown go a bit further than he already has because he has the talent definitely, and this also means he can match up against Joe Coffee, and we already know how good they are together. So he is yours. It is my goal, and I'm stunned um, that this person hasn't uh, hasn't been taken yet. Um, my seventh pick would be um, El Ligero, who. Um, 
you can just put that guy out um, on any show and he will have a good match for you. Yeah, a great match for you if you're lucky. Um, I don't have much to say about him, but uh, he's... He's a fine wrestler. Would you say he's one of the more underrated people in the country? He's almost taken for granted a lot of the time, I think. Yeah, he just seems to... He never seems to have a bad match, yet he doesn't really get talked about. Like, he'll get talked about in the moment when stuff's actually happening, and then, you know, the dust will settle and they'll be discussing something else. But then, yeah, he's always there having good to great matches just all the time. So, I'll take him. He's not tied down anywhere, but even if he was, it probably wouldn't <laughs> stop him because he works work like three matches a day or something stupid. Uh, <laughs> that may not be quite factually correct, but it's something stupidly close to that. Yeah, it must be that nice, easy stale that he works as well. <laughs> yeah, Throwing yeah. himself into chairs. Yeah. <laughs> Off balconies. You know, it might actually be like three identical triplets. I was about to say three <laughs> identical twins, but that wouldn't be right. Um, all under the same mask. That's possible. It's the only way that would make sense. It does. It makes more sense than what's actually happening. And then, last pick again for this little section of domestic males, um, the best cooks in the UK. <laughs> I will have a double pick here, so I'm going to jiggle things around because I am going to be picking a tag team. Uh, so we'll, I'll do my two picks here and then not have a pick in the next round. Um because I'm host and I'm allowed to do that um, <laughs> because it makes more sense than talking about them separately um, I'm going to pick TK Cooper and Travis Banks because I think they're both brilliant, brilliant wrestlers and people are going to be seeing that a lot more over the next year or so uh, Travis Banks is amazing his his mm -hmm. offense just pops to a level that, that just screams like upper tier wrestler in the world um <laughs> Like, he's done one move in progress. Uh, it was a running clothesline, and it was... It's better than, like, half the roster has ever looked. By just doing one running clothesline, it was that good. Um, he's so, so... Un there, there's not been enough eyes on him to this point. And I think soon there will be more eyes on him with him in progress and he's going to be picking up a lot of fans very quickly and um being alongside tk cooper who is another guy who almost i think surprised a lot of people by how good he was um he kind of almost came in as dahlia's boyfriend and then over the last few um appearances as both in the strong style uh, tournament and against uh, was it sex yeah sex myth really impressed um in his own right um and is you know immediately look like someone who belongs not only on the progress chapter shows but like in the upper half of them at least um both these new zealand guys who have you know for whatever reason gone you know what i want to i want to live in the uk and wrestle in the uk thankfully they have because they're both great and they're they're both going to be doing great things over the next year um in my promotion, mm -hmm. apparently. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's TK Cooper and Travis Banks, two-thirds of the South Pacific Power Trio, uh, are now on board with me. I was kind of hoping uh, people would forget about Travis Banks and I could kind of pick him up later. Yeah. <laughs> also, he does a tremendous Solid Snake impression, which uh, is always Amazing. a bonus. Amazing. <laughs> um, so that was 
the last pick of this set of domestic males, and also the first pick of the next set, um, because tag team. Um, and we're now going on to picking some women's wrestlers, uh, domestic females, as I have them noted down here. Um, <laughs> again, not quite the connotation I was looking for, but uh, whatever. Uh, well, there's one um, woman on the European scene who really stands out. She is the blue chip player of all of the women. Um, and she's going to be a star, no doubt about it. Maybe she already is. Um, and that is Tony Storm. Bollocks. Uh, she's got the look. She's got the in-ring ability. Her excursion with WXW did her wonders because like, she seems to have just gotten miles better since uh, she started working for them and like training in their dojo. Um, and she's only 20 years old. So... <laughs> Uh, she's kind of like the Will Ospreay of uh, women's wrestling in that she's already really good and she's only going to get better. She hasn't really had too many matches that you can point to and say, yeah, that was really good. Um, I know she's working in stardom a lot now, so she should be able to pick up some awesome matches of her. Um, and she had a really that good does match into... Mm-hmm. I haven't got around to watching it yet, but it's on the list. And... Yeah, that lead into her bookings a little bit, but not that much. So I'm still fairly confident in uh, picking her number one and head and shoulders above everyone else. Yeah, I, I had her as number one. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not that I was kind. Kind of wanted to pair it with like uh, Tyler Bate and Trent Seven as well. Yeah. But, uh, like two thirds of that, uh, that little group. Mhm. She's so it- good. Like you could, every promotion she's worked for has immediately fallen in love with her and gone. <laughs> yes, you are the person we are pushing hard. Um, <laughs> she's maybe the most pushed um, in their first month of stardom ever in terms of, um, I'd say, foreign wrestlers, but actually any wrestler because um, yeah. everyone else domestic to uh, Japan. Uh, kind of got the slow push. She has immediately been positioned right in the main event scene because she's great. Um, it is undeniable. Even if she's not in my squad, um, I have to I have to admit this time that uh, she is a tremendous pick. And I think the one that I think at least most of us would have picked number one, if not all. Uh, Ian, who is your first female pick? Well, um. I, I am Scottish, I don't know if you've noticed, um, and I like to pick Scottish people where I can. Um, it just happens that, that there's a Scottish lassie who is uh, one of the better female wrestlers in the company. A uh, company? Nope, country. Um, and that would be Kaylee Ray, so we'll pick her. Um, she I've seen her live more times than I can care to imagine, and she, I don't know, she just puts on you know good performances even when it was you know around about the time where maybe the women's um wrestling wasn't as um as hyped as it is right now she was still kind of working away on the undercard having having really good matches on uh, icw shows would you believe (laughs) there were good matches on there um she did that and yeah that's uh that's my reason for picking her she's she's so good cannot argue with that um done a lot of good stuff in WXW too, um, yes, yeah. and looks to, I, I expect she'll be in the uh, the Femme Fatale tournament that they've got coming up, um, could be a good good slot for her, because as good a match as she's had in ICW, that's in ICW, and it, it'll be, 
nice to see her really positioned high up uh, in a, a promotion that uh, maybe values wrestling a little more. That might yeah. be fair to say. It, it would be good to see her not have to go through eight tables or whatever um, to to actually pop a crowd. So, uh, yeah, she she was good. Nice at ICW. She was good in WXW um, for the sixteen carat. I was over for. She wrestled a couple of times on that weekend. Um, people there seem to like her. People in Scotland definitely seem to like her. So yeah, she's uh, she's great. It's a good pick. Uh, next up is myself. Um, well, I did just pick two thirds of the South Pacific Power Trio. Um, mm-hmm. It would be it would be wrong not to uh, complete the set at this point. So uh, I'm picking Dahlia Black because not just because she's p- uh, completing that set, but also because she's really, really good. Um, and considering this is a person who like not only started re- she started wrestling like a year and a half ago, but she like found wrestling like two and a half years ago. She'd never watched the match before then um to be that good that quickly not just when you haven't started wrestling for that long but also you don't have the the uh, let's say depth of knowledge to draw upon um considering she's only been a fan for for such a short time uh it's pretty damn impressive that she's managed to put it all together so quickly and she's only going to get better and she's already really really good um, plus, she's got a tremendous act with T.K. Cooper and, by extension, Travis Banks. So, yes, Dahlia Black is definitely my pick here um, and someone I'm very ha- happy to have aboard. Uh, my women's division is in flames already. <laughs> um, well, you've, you've got two to pick now. I, so, yeah, uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I basically looked at it and went, well... If I can't get Tony Storm, I'll see if I can get Kaylee Ray. Yeah, bollocks. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ginny for the heat. Um, I obviously Ginny uh, can can rile up any crowd. Uh, I, I've not seen anything like it from a from a UK worker in some time. Uh, it takes a, a special kind of mentality to kind of walk into a room and want to be the most like despised person in it, and uh, she's really exceptional at that. Um, and I guess I'm going to go with Pollyanna as the other one. Um, I, there are a lot of other women that I'm thinking about here, but at the same time, I, I don't really want Pollyanna to go to any of you. <laughs> <laughs> she was gonna go to me if you had. Yeah, her, yeah, so. I thought she probably would. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking at a lot of other names and thinking, well, they're not likely to go as quickly as like Tony Storm and Kaylee Ray did. Although, yeah, I was kind of wrong about them both going straight off the bat. So, but yeah, Ginny, Pollyanna, both you know, have proved themselves in progress, and I'm I'm happy to have those on board, even though I really wanted Tony Storm. Didn't we all? Yeah. Um, this may come off as far more of an insult to her than intended, but Pollyanna, while she may be the, kind of the driest of the the workers, the female workers, um, the women that have been being used by Progress, she's probably the most polished in terms of uh, the technical side of things. Um, maybe she she doesn't have the the big character or the the instant charisma that the other the other women have. But in between the ropes, she may well be the best. Uh, she's at least up there, at minimum. 
Um, so yeah, she would have been my pick had you not have picked her. So now I have to pick someone else. And I'm kind of torn between three people here. Um, and I don't want to say them in case that gives you the <laughs> you guys the idea to pick them so I don't have a chance next time. Um, who am I going to go for? Uh, I'm going to go with Nixon Newell. Um, Bollocks. <laughs> I thought she was probably the out of the out of the three I was umming ahhing about. She was uh, one that was probably going quickly uh, because her stock is rising rapidly in the world at the moment. Um, she's recently been brought over for Shimmer and she impressed by all accounts. Obviously, no one will get to see that apart from those that were there live because Shimmer still is on a DVD model and they take like three times as long as PWG. Um, so that's 12 years. Um, but, by all accounts, she impressed a lot, and she pretty much impresses everywhere she she goes. She's very good. Again, she hasn't been wrestling for a whole lot... Long, huh? She hasn't been wrestling for too long, uh, so she's still got a lot of improvement to... to she's still got a lot of potential within her, um, still room to grow and to get better. And again, she's already really good. That seems to be... Uh, a pattern of uh, what of a lot of people are saying, um, but a very natural baby face, um, perfect to go against Dahlia Black on my side of things, um, similar to the way Arn's got Ginny and Pollyanna, um, I've got Dahlia and Nixon, yeah, uh, from Wales, and very good. Yeah, I've, I've been doing a lot of the of Euro um, women's wrestling scouting f for this, and I've I've watched a few Nixon Your matches that were were really good. Uh, considering like th like three four years ago, she wasn't that good. She's really come on. She's uh, she's one of the top talents now. I think she's probably going to be in progress soon. Yeah, they've got the um, the Natural Progression series. Yeah, yeah. Five, I think, um, coming up at some point, and they they've said four, that for surely. women's tournament. Uh, is it four? I think so. Yeah. Yes, it is four. You're right. Uh, I've added an extra one in there. Um, yes, Natural Progression Series four. That's going to be a women's tournament, and they only really use about five women regularly at the moment, so they're going to be drawing upon some people, and you'd imagine Nixon would be one of them, and she will impress. Um, I can't see her not. No. Nixon Newell is also... Um... Uh, responsible for one of the loudest pops I've ever heard um, <laughs> over an OTT where she Canadian destroyered one of the gymnasties <laughs> uh, in, in the opening match. So, so it was pretty pretty crazy. Um, that's a crazy crowd as it is, but yeah, they love her there. Ian, um, you're up. <clears throat> I don't know if you know this, but I am from Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Scottish people. Um, I'm going to pick Viper mm -hmm. um, as my next one. She um, is another one who is improving leaps and bounds. If, if you'd spoke me, to me maybe a year ago, uh, I would have swithered on whether I'd pick her or not. But uh, as evidenced by a match she just had um, in Stardom, um, which I watched yesterday, um, she's coming along rather well. She's, um, yeah, she's, she's, she's kind of learned how to be the the kind of monster heel um, as a, well in stardom at least as opposed to I think when she's in ICW she's trying to work babyface she's trying to work the same way the rest of the women there work um, and obviously she has got the potential to be a, a massive um, monster heel especially over in Japan 
um, and she seems to be you know growing into that character um, as we speak so yeah the potential is there and uh, yep I'll pick her she definitely offers something different um, to everyone else uh, on the, the UK female side of things so uh, at the very least you've got something different to offer and as you said she is improved she, she took a while to, to start improving but once she started improving she's been improving pretty quickly um, so a year from now that could prove to be a very very good pick um, Ollie do you want to round us out on this round of female picks uh, I was debating uh, my pick versus Viper uh, I guess that uh, choice has been made for me um, and I'm going to break my one O'Reilly limit by going for Rhea O'Reilly ah, the pro wrestling Eve champion uh, the more impressive half of her team with Addy Star. <laughs> sorry and um, yeah just a really good wrestler she wrestles with a lot of energy and like can really rip, eh, whip the crowd up um, so good interactions with the crowd. Yeah, I'm happy with that pick. Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna pick her over Nixon, but I thought, you know what, I might be able to sneak her in next time because <laughs> she's a little more under the radar. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, not. Yeah, she's she's very very good and deserves more eyes on her. And uh, the the Rev Pro um, Eve relationship is kind of doing that, but uh, I, I I'd like to see her on a, a your call show maybe. Definitely. York Hall is the next destination for her. Her versus Ginny would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so now we're back over to the the, uh, the European men, um, of which I've already had my first pick, being Travis Banks, because I had a double. Uh, so, Ian, you're second up in this section. Yeah, this might be the last of the easy ones for me. Um, Charlie Garrett um, will be my next pick. Um as as a tag team performer at the moment in Rev Pro, um, he's certainly shown he's shown you know fire and he's shown that he can flip about the place for someone as big as him. Um, it's actually the matches I've seen of him in OTT over in Ireland that, that impressed me the most. He works heel over there, um, which is easy to do if you're English um, in front of the <laughs> crowd. But he he seems to he knows what he's doing. He he just he knows the little things that you need to do to just piss off Irish people. Um, <laughs> he knows exactly how to do that. Um, and he has got a spinning heel kick that that is, I I don't even have words to describe it. That spinning heel kick of his is is something else. Um, again, I'm just picking a bunch of people that uh, that I see a lot of potential in, and I think he um, definitely has that. You've got that veteran side with uh, Suzuki and Samuels and Ligero, so uh, throwing yeah. it, peppering in some uh, some youth. Far from a bad thing. Far from a bad thing. Um, Ollie, you're up next. Uh, we've kind of underrated him here, but uh, Dave Mastiff is my next pick. And he's a guy who we always say, oh, he hasn't, he's never had like a great match that you can point to and say, yeah, that was really awesome. But the Volta match at Strong Style, and like he, he's re really good as a member of the Origin. And I know that's like a whole unit thing, and like he maybe gets overshadowed in there, but uh, he's more than an important part of that team. Um, like he plays the jolly heel very well, like sort of oblivious to how heelish he is, um, which is very enjoyable. And uh, th uh, like in this round, I could, would consider him a steal, like considering he probably could have gone maybe two rounds earlier. No, I'm definitely picking him up here. 
he's definitely got a presence in the even if he's not regularly having uh, great matches he he always feels important um, no matter what show he's on um, mm-hmm. so that's that's credit to him um even if i'm i'm often not in love with his work uh, they're I usually find myself more looking forward to his matches than the level of enjoyment I get from his matches would suggest, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's fair. But I would say that the actual output, even if you're expecting more, is still very strong and stronger than basically anyone else I could have picked uh, in the rest of this draft. So, yeah. Ooh, that's, Definitely that's taking a statement. I'd that's say he's, statement. he's the best of the guys left on the board. Potentially. <laughs> well, that, 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 that would make sense as to why you're picking uh, it. I have a couple of tricks up my sleeve, don't worry. <laughs> I'm just banking on nobody else remembering who they are. <laughs> oh. Well, Arn, you have a double, so you have two shots to uh, blow out Ollie's uh, tricks. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I have a list, so I'm just going to scroll it up and down, it, just making sure there's nobody like hanging around down the bottom that I've forgotten about. Um... Uh, I'm going to take um, Nathan Cruz. Um, he's been an excellent, excellent heel in um, uh, in progress, uh, but he's also a particularly good baby face everywhere else. So you know you kind of uh, put him either way. He's also really good on the mic. He's a very solid all rounder. Um, I think that means we kind of split up evenly. The uh... yeah. All, all of us have one of the four origin. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking across the board. Yeah, we've we've split the origin equally, <laughs> which is true. And um, yeah, Zach Gibson over on uh, Zach Gibson lead pick wasn't he for, from the origin? He was. But uh, yeah, Nathan Cruz, I think he's up there. I think he's very talented. Um, so I I'm now kind of on the a little bit because there's another guy that I was going to pick with the intention of creating another tag team and uh, the other half of it's gone um, so I'm going to go with somebody else who's uh, very charismatic and is great on the mic and that would be Joe Hendry ah. local hero <laughs> god damn it <laughs> stole listen. a Scotsman listen listen <laughs> <laughs> Um, his entrances alone are, are worth having him on board for. Like uh, any guy who sings his own entrance music and does it differently almost every time is is fine by me. Um, so I think that you look at the the guys that I've already got, and I don't think he's wrestled against a lot of them so far. So there'd, there'd be some fresh uh, fresh matchups there. Can't argue with that. Um, he is someone who you can almost think of as just the comedy but then when he gets in the ring he'll consistently have some of the better matches in icw low bar i know but uh, <laughs> he will have some good ones I, I think which big, is saying something in that environment eyes are on him from uh, from the big companies i think they're, they're watching him with interest yes as they should be as they should be um ollie the next pick is yours this is a man who is heading into the biggest match of his career uh, as we're recording this this weekend um, and could put egg on my face in that his stock could drop or go up depending on what happens in that match. But
but uh, I will have faith in Pastor William Evil um, with my next pick. Uh, he's a progress champion, but obviously until he has his match with Marty Skull and we've all seen it and uh, rated it, and we won't really know just how good of like a top-level wrestler he is and whether he can hang there right now. It'll be a very very interesting match to see what happens. Um, but whatever happens, he's still a good utility player, even if he isn't going to be a main eventer. But uh, if, if he does improve his stock in that match, if he does turn out to have a really good match, then this is kind of a steal in this round. Yeah, it, yeah. It that does could... seem weird that uh, like the, it's a risky pick to go for the progress champion. Mm. He's untested. Yeah. But we, we will find out. Like a week from now, that could turn out to be like a a very very good pick, and all of us look stupid that no one picked him earlier. Yeah, because he's a guy I've always enjoyed. Um, in in a weird way, his his rapid push recently has uh, somewhat soured me on him. Um, well, that that's that's maybe harsh, but I I think I I would have perhaps picked him higher up had he not of um perhaps been uh been thrust too quickly up the card but uh definitely definitely talented uh and way more than just a gimmick um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm looking at my list and now i feel bad for picking um so many people with merely potential so uh doug williams i will pick Ooh. because he is a uh, he is not someone who's um, struggling with with experience. Um, I think recent showings maybe have shown that he is slowed down a bit, but he is still one of the better, you know, solid um, hands in the in the, in the country. Um, he's had his experience overseas. He was in Ring of Honor when Ring of Honor was great. Well, yeah, he was in Ring of Honor at the start when Ring of Honor was pretty good. Um, he did that thing in TNA, which was. Uh, he was alright in TNA, was he not? He was good for TNA, yeah. Yeah, he, he was good um, until I forgot that he was there and didn't push him. Yeah, he was with uh, with Magnus. And yeah, and they pushed yeah, Magnus instead. <laughs> Which you know, he was on Gladiators that guy, mm. so you have to push him. Um, yeah, I think Doug Williams is is a steadier hand. If you've got all these people who um, are, you know, looking to unlock their potential, um, there's no one better to do it with than with uh, with Doug Williams. So yeah. Good call. Can't argue with that again. Um, Why is I... nobody arguing with me? Because <laughs> you have solid picks. Solid yeah, picks. I know what I'm doing. Um, I now have a doubler, and I'm looking at my my lineup so far, and I've kind of only got one tag team, uh, being Travis Banks and TK Cooper. So I'm going to remedy that somewhat with this point. Um, I'm going to take the London Riots because mm. they're really, really good. Um, yeah, they're the the first team of progress for good reason. They're, they've been there since... I can't remember if it's show one or show two, but uh, one of them. Uh, and they're, they're consistently having very good matches as long as furniture doesn't betray them. Um, and I'm very much looking forward to to seeing how their title run run uh, plays out. So far, they've just had the Dazzler team to to face off against, which uh, 
may it may not quite be the best start of things, but that match was okay. And uh, lined up, they have some very good matches. Um, first being uh, being against War Machine, uh, which is is that this weekend? Yeah. Yes. That's this weekend, so uh, by the time this goes out, this could look like a genius pick once the London Riots have had a match of the year contender against War Machine. Um, similar to, to either, I guess. Um, I also think Rob Lynch is an underrated singles wrestler. You don't see him in, in that role too much, um, since he's primarily with the with James Davis as part of the Riots, but... Uh, if I do need to split them up at some point, uh, he's he's someone who could uh, go places. But uh, for, at least for the meantime, very happy to have them as a team. Uh, they're, you know, at worst top three team in the UK, maybe the best. You could probably make a a, uh, a case for the leaders if you're counting them still as a regular team. But um, they're, they're definitely up there and they're very good. So why wouldn't I draft them? And I just have. It is me, yes. Um, yeah, Kenny Williams. I will pick next. Oh, bollocks! Um, because um, I I'm Scottish and I like Scottish people. Um, oh, didn't know that. <laughs> I've never mentioned it. Um, I Kenny Williams um, has charisma to burn, as far as I can yeah, as I'm concerned. Um, looking at my thing, he could just team up with Doug Williams and just you know. The Williamses. <laughs> the bro- be bro- they look like brothers, right? <laughs> Maybe father brothers from another mother. Yeah. From a distance, no, I... if your eyesight's not very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, brothers like you know, the mother got excited with the, with the father when the when the son was was a lot older than he maybe should have been. But, um, yeah, Kenny Williams is great. I've um, I've been a fan of his for for a long time, and it's good that he's getting more attention outside of icw i don't mean to be harping on icw so much because i literally <laughs> this morning just bought tickets to go see them uh, this weekend at their pay-per-view because i don't want to pay for a pay-per-view so i'd rather go and see it um if it's going to be bad so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah kenny williams um for that reason is is my pick he definitely impressed in progress in his one appearance uh, i'd be surprised if he's not brought back yeah he was, he was i was there live and he was it was instant people just took to him. I mean, you can't not because he comes out to the power of love and he has a skateboard and he's got light-up trainers. So, you know, even before he starts wrestling, he's one of the more popular people in the in the room. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's something else, that boy. Before Ollie makes his pick, I'll just bring up the point that you you made the, ex- uh, the express point to say, no, I'm not ICW, I'm OTT, and then they've proceeded to draft a roster that's pretty you know much ICW. <laughs> What you don't know is that I fleshed out my list of names with mostly ICW people, um, so yeah, a lot of Scottish people are going to be coming up. <laughs> well, to be fair, ICW, the roster isn't really the problem for the most part, uh, so I can't fault you too much there. No, um, if I took ICW guys and put them in OTT, um, that would be good, so you know, that's what I'm trying to do here. That That's... That's a point. That's a point. Uh, again, can't argue with you. Um, Nobody ever argues with me. <laughs> too nice. I disagree. Oh. What? <laughs> what? Careful, we start an argument. Um, Ollie, before we, we go too, ins- too, too circular. <laughs> <laughs> arguing about arguing. It sounds fun. Um, my next pick... Um, 
I feel like it's a very solid but unspectacular pick is Chris Brooks. Um, a Midlands guy, also works for WCW. No, WXW even. WCW would be a weird one. WXW. <laughs> um, Been around a while. He's kind of surprisingly technical. Like, you look at him and you think he might be a bit more of a high flyer, but uh, he can kind of just do everything. He's very much a utility player. He's not going to be like a main eventer for me, or any, but I doubt pretty much anyone we pick now will be. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy um, getting him on board because he can pretty much do anything, fit in anywhere, be face or heel, um, in a tag team, whatever, he can do it. So he's my pick. Yeah, um, Brooks is a guy who probably suffers more from opportunities than anything else, um, because he very rarely has a bad match. He's very cons- he's almost an El Ligero in terms of quality. Um, his biggest problem is getting his foot in the door in places, because mm. his style isn't like a, a big spectacular style. He's going to have nice little really good mid-card matches, without necessarily ever wowing someone to the degree they go, yes, we definitely need him in our company. But I think if he at any point became a progress regular, he'd, he'd impress consistently in the mid-card there. The problem for him would be getting in uh, into the company for the first place. So um, hopefully at some point he gets a, a bigger opportunity, for because he, he is good, um, especially as a tag worker, um, and seems to be able to work with almost anyone. Uh, and have be a good tag team, be it, uh, I think he works quite regularly with Travis Banks in a tag team, as well as uh, Kid Lycos, and I'm probably saying that wrong, um, but they're, you know, he's he's always impressed whenever I've seen him in tag work, so, yes, Chris Brooks, one to watch. Oh, it's me, it's me. Um, times two. Times two, two picks. Uh the, the first guy I'm going to go for is Eddie Dennis, uh, because that gives me another tag team. That gives me FSU. Was <laughs> um, that a round of applause for selecting Eddie? That was a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at him going, no one's going to take him. Yeah, well, actually, I just did. Iron will notice. Um, so obviously, I mean, like, uh, the, the last three picks I've made have been based on their ability to banter as well. So you can, <laughs> <laughs> Nathan Cruz, Joe Hendry, Eddie Dennis, you can have like a triple threat match just entirely based on banter it'd be fantastic um the other guy i'm gonna go for here is joel redman um i didn't mean to like cock up the whole uh charlie garrett team for ian but uh i I just really like joel redman you literally just did (laughs) i I did but i didn't mean to i was like i had him down first and i was like well nobody's gonna pick charlie garrett in the first like 11 rounds Uh, oh Damn it. So yeah. I mean, you you did have two rounds to go with. Um... Well, my other thing was that no one's going to pick Joel Redman. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of another one of those very good but kind of under the radar guys. Um, I know. I've I've always liked him. I think given the opportunity, he would he could be a, a like a proper star. Um, at the moment, he's doing fine work with with Charlie Garrett and Red Pro. So yeah, I've I've selected him. Uh, I hope I don't have to pick Jake McCluskey later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, you got you got distracted by the Williams uh, tandem. Did, yeah, that's fine. They they look like a good team. That's that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> 
they are now a team. I, I, yeah. I like that. I like the that. Williams is just... <laughs> the Williams sisters. That's yeah, that's the, the, exactly. the name they can go with. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know who's next. Um, uh, it's me. It's <laughs> and to avoid having a massive argument over someone cocking up my tag teams, I'm going to lock up Damien Dunn so I can have the Dunn brothers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're obviously a great tag team. Uh, Damien's decent in singles as well, but obviously he really shines when he's in there with his brother. And having both of them in there means I can pretty much do anything I want um, with both of them. The lesser of the Dunn brothers, but still very good, and again, a very good team. Yeah, it's good tag 12, team. Ra- 12 rounds the lesser, but <laughs> the tag team is strong. And he's got a hell of a look. Ian, you are next up. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Joel Redman is off the table. It's okay, um, it's okay, guys, because um, I have one other man who has a tag team partner. Um, one of Arn's favourites. I am going to pick Damak from WXW and Cruiserweight Classic fame um, to lock up the hot and spicy tag team with Axel Dieter Jr. Um, Damak, again, just like Kenny Williams, um, is made of charisma. Um, Kenny Williams might be a better worker, um, but I like Damak. I don't know why Arn has is, taken such Is it the Michael taste. Jackson thing? I don't know. <laughs> It might be. He's just nice and fun, and he comes out uh, at WXW to a song that is rapping over uh, the Ghostbusters theme song. So, I mean, if you can't enjoy that, what can you enjoy? Wrestling? Unless unless Ollie is a, a big fan of him, you may have been able to wait a bit longer on that <laughs> oh, one. Yeah. I can tell you I wasn't picking him. I, I had okay. him on my list, but... Not as high as this. <laughs> if if you saw the names I was left with, you'd understand. <laughs> Uh, the benefit of deep, deep research and wasting lots of, lots of time debating on the the seventies. <laughs> uh, that panda cub will come in handy later. Uh, <laughs> I think we've all watched one of his matches as part of like the research and all hate him. Yes. Uh, he, he's okay in a tag team sometimes, uh, maybe. Who do we hate? <laughs> Who is that? I didn't. Panda cub. Panda cub. Apparently okay. you have not watched one of his matches in research. But he was called Omega Panda. I ah. don't know if it was that panda. It might have been the same panda. Or <laughs> I imagine panda. it's the same Two... guy. You could have a panda <laughs> tag there's, team. There's, there's, there's your tag team that you want to lock down, the pandas. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, I'm all about the this Picnic tag team. <laughs> Which is a hell of a tag team name. And I may draft them later just because I want the name. Um, <laughs> but I will not be drafting them now. Uh, because what a waste of a draft point this this high up. Uh, this is the end of this section of drafting again. So the last draft, who do I want? Ooh, I'm torn between two guys again. Um, I'm going to go with Martin Kirby, um, because despite popular perception, I do occasionally enjoy a comedy match um, when done well. <laughs> Um, shock horror, I know. Um, the, my biggest problem is I don't think many people do them well. Um, Martin Kirby is one of the few guys I do like in comedy matches, uh, so I think, why not pick him? Uh, and also, when he wants to go serious, which is rare, um, but he can have some very, very good straight matches. Um, so, you know, versatility. You can work face, heel, uh, comedy, straight... Uh, what? Yeah, 
a, a very great, uh, a very great, that's great English, Rob, uh, yeah. a great utility player. Um, I, I've heard he, he worked a great match with Osprey recently. Um, you know, hard to do, I know, but uh, yes, he, he has that versatility, and that's perhaps something that was somewhat lacking on my roster up to this point. Uh, so he is a welcome addition. We're Ladies. we're going back to the the women, um, mm. the women of Europe. So I have a couple of choices I could make here, um, but I think I'm gonna uh, go for a woman with more potential, perhaps than actual quality right now. But uh, me and Arn both saw it live, and that suicide dive put Laura Di Matteo on the map. And I don't want anyone else to pick her, so I'm going to pick her myself. Because that suicide dive was possibly the best one I've ever seen live. Um, it's a shame the rest of the match didn't live up to it, but it shows that she has definite potential there. And we'll see what she can do going forward. That, that was a no-fucks-given suicide dive. I, I enjoyed it <laughs> immensely. Speaking of no-fucks-given, um, I'm next, right? Yeah, you are. You <laughs> are. You are. <laughs> um, I will pick Soraya Knight. Um, Ooh. Oh, yeah. She is fucking terrifying. And that's, <laughs> that's good to have If I didn't show. already have Ginny, then that would have been the... I would have needed that Soraya Knight for the... For the heat. Yeah. She I watched that um that PCW um I pay per view thing. Atrocity. Fiasco. Um and yeah, I mean she was the, the highlight of it, I would have thought, just being fucking I don't even know. She was Yeah, she's terrifying. <laughs> I don't I don't know what to say apart from she's terrifying and she's great and yeah, I'll pick her. I can never tell if she's actually a good wrestler in the traditional sense i don't know that matters she's very good at what she does and what she does is scare fans and everyone <laughs> you know uh, bookers and uh, and fellow wrestlers within an inch of their life um she's she saw something um yes and i am next up so we are now kind of getting getting to the point where we're going blimey the uh the women's division in the Europe isn't the deepest. It runs about ten deep, and then you're kind of searching. Um, uh, who do I have so far? I've got Dahlia and Nixon. So I think I kind of want a, a talker at this point. And uh, one of the better talkers uh, in on the women's women's side of things in Europe uh, is Melanie Gray, which you know, almost surprising considering she's German. I think she's German. Pretty sure she's German. Uh, she works primarily for WXW, um, but yeah, she's she's very confident on the mic. She's she's a good promo. Um, she's she's got the character work down. She's not brilliant in the ring at the moment, but she's serviceable. And um, again, we said this for a lot of the women so far. Haven't been wrestling for a whole lot of time, so again, time to improve. Um, and hopefully, she will do. Um, I see a with the the two women I've already got uh, on my side of things, Dahlia Black and Nixon Newell. Um, Gray can Gray can provide the heat, I guess. Uh, she can be my my version of Soraya or Ginny, because uh, we're they they are 
they are not that plentiful, uh, and we've kind of left Ollie without one. <laughs> um, so I've got two here, right? I have two picks. Uh, you do. You do. Um, Your last two uh, yeah. European women. Um, I, I've watched an awful lot of, of European women's wrestling over the past couple of weeks because I've been trying to find some hidden gems. So, um, I think my favourite spot that I saw in the in all of the matches was uh, Lana Austin. Uh, she stole one of Hiroki Goto's spots where he kind of follows them uh, on an Irish whip, bounces off the ropes and then smacks them with a lariat. And she absolutely nailed it. Um, so, I'm, I'm definitely picking her for that. Um, and the other one I'm going to go for, uh, my, my last woman's pick, I think, or last, uh, European pick anyway, is, uh, Robbie Brookside's daughter, uh, Zia, um, who has only had like a handful of matches, but has a lot of potential and already has the basics down. And plus with that, you know, Robbie's going to turn up every now and again. So, uh, a little bit of a two-for-one. Yeah, yeah. You could throw him in there for, for an angle or something. It'd be good stuff. I think, I think she's debuting for uh, Rev Pro um, at their next cockpit show, so more eyes will rapidly be on her. Yeah, with, with that surname, she she's going to be big. She's at least got a foot up. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, hadn't seen a whole lot of her, but uh, it, it doesn't... From what I have seen, it doesn't look like she's getting by just on the name at this point yeah, she's, already. Yeah, she's okay so far, uh, which for like a handful of matches is good enough. It means she's going to get better. Uh, also, I have a ton of other picks that I could have taken. Uh, <laughs> so like, uh, if anybody needs one, I've got loads. Um, I've got four left for the last three. So who am I going for? Am I going for Zoe Lucas, Addy Starr? Sammy Jane or Moxie? Um, the veritable who's who. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I've seen one Moxie match. She wrestled uh, for WXW at one point and she looked okay, but being as I've seen such a, a small sample size of her, I'll take her out of things. Addy Star's okay, but she always looks a bit awkward and. Um, she's been around for a while and hasn't necessarily been improving for a while, so I'm gonna gonna at least Sammy Jane or Zoe Lucas. Um, I'm gonna go with Zoe Lucas because the the little of that I have seen of her has been good, and she's well positioned with Rev Pro that if she does turn out well, uh, which she has a chance to, she she hasn't looked bad at this point. Um, just kind of green, um, that she's going to have eyes on her, and she's going to be she's going to be in the right places to shine if she, when she is ready to shine. So I'm going to take Zoe Lucas. Hello. Okay. Um. Yes. <laughs> the the list that I have. Um. Two of these people are not from Scotland. Um. <gasps> but, I, but I'm going to get rid of those. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. I'm going to pick. Um. A young lady who I have seen wrestle a couple of times in Discovery um, and once in Fierce Females when I went uh, to that before an ICW show and she was impressive. She was impressive, I'll say. Um, Courtney, do we know her? Yes. Yes. Um, 
I didn't know how popular she was outside of literally me watching her um, <laughs> on, a sh- on shows I've been to. Uh, so yeah, she is. She's young. Um, she is. She's. I don't know. She's willing. She's definitely willing to give it a go. Um, and I think there's there's potential there. So um, of from what I've got left, uh, she definitely seems like the best candidate. So we'll go for her. It is Courtney, by the way. Stewart. <laughs> um, a quick cage match. He sometimes wrestles as Courtney Stewart, apparently. If I'm looking at the same person as you're thinking of. I'm sure I saw she was going somewhere, and that is escaping me just now. Um, I know she. I think she's living in Holland just now. Yes, yeah, she's been wrestling in Belgium, uh, according to Cage Match. So that would make mm. sense. They are next to each other. Look at me with my geography knowledge. Nice. Um, yeah, I'll 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 look up that and see what I'm looking for. But yeah, that's continue. I'll shout in when I find out what I'm what I'm talking about. Uh, Ollie, to to round out the the 16th uh, European female wrestler that we're going to be drafting Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm quite happy actually because um, my next two picks uh, on my big board after Laura Di Matteo are still there so I could complete the Bars and Stripes tag team with Addy Star but I'm not going to because um, I'm going to pick Shanna from Portugal, who has been in stardom and pretty much all over the UK. And uh, she's not amazing, but she's solid. Um, She works a kind of strong style that I like, and I think she'd fit in really well in the women's division that I've crafted. Like, Tony Storm is my ace, my um, the top pick. Uh, Pretty much unanimous amongst all of us. Um, Rhea O'Reilly, like, her main challenger. Di Matteo is sort of... um, uh, the upstart uh, trying to upset the, the more established ones and Shanna the veteran who Matteo is like the first step on her ladder towards Tony Storm I guess and you sort of rotate them around I, I feel like I'm very happy with those four and I think Shanna fits in very well there as a kind of veteran presence The grumpy side of me would at this point interject saying that Shanna isn't very good, but uh, <laughs> she's she's good enough, I would say. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I'm, um, I'm kind, of, kind of surprised nobody went with the session moth. Because yeah. at least she's over. <laughs> she is. Um, I don't. I don't enjoy um, condom-based gimmicks, um, as um, evidenced by my complete disdain for. Um, Jack Sexsmith also. So, yeah, no, she does the same, and I don't like it. So, no. Yeah, I'm far too grumpy a fan for for me to pick her. I think Bo's Bo Johnny might have had her. Probably. Maybe. I mean, I mean, Nixon Newell's pretty over in, in Ireland. He might have gone for her. Um, Only if he was ahead of me. Um, <laughs> By the way, um, Courtney is working stardom, is what I was oh. uh, looking for well. at the, the five-star Grand Prix at the end of August. She's going to be there. So. Good for her. I, uh, I knew it. Fucking knew it. She, uh, yeah, a couple of months from now then, she she may look like a, a real steal to get in the last round. We're back onto the the men then for, for the next, another four rounds of drafting. Uh, we're getting towards the point now where we're kind of going for undiscovered gems at this point. Um, or maybe guys who we think are underutilised. Um, 
I'm up first, and I'm going to go for someone who I'm a really big fan of from the little I've seen, because uh, he hasn't worked too many big places, but every time I have seen him work, I've been impressed and, and gone, wow, if he gets an opportunity in a Rev Pro or a Progress, he's going to knock it out of the park um, in a year or two, and that's Chris Ridgway. Um, I, I'd say probably the best striker in the UK. Um has impressed, as I said, impressed me every time out. Had a, a particularly impressive match against Osprey, and that was like two years ago at this point. And he's got a lot better since then, a lot more crisp, a lot, uh, a lot less green. Um, and yeah, I'm a big fan of his. And I think a year from now, if he gets an opportunity, a lot more people than just myself will be big fan, big fans. I don't know who he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, either watch the uh, the Osprey match on YouTube or wait, and at some point, if there's any justice in this wrestling world, you will know who he is. Yeah, if there's anything I'm good at, it's waiting, so we'll, we'll see that happen. <laughs> You're up next. Oh, it's me. Yep, it's me. Um, I will pick from um, over in Ireland, I will pick Jordan Devlin. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> who is if you want to talk about potential which i am doing a lot right now he is trained by uh prince devitt and he reminds me so much of him um i think he's a bit bigger but he is he has all of the the kind of basics down he worked an amazing match with uh, tyler baked um on the last show that i saw of ott um, he just knows what he's doing, and people who know what they do, what they are doing, are are pretty valuable at this stage in the draft. So yeah, he can he can be on my team. This round is uh, sort of taking on a theme of guys like if they get an opportunity, they could explode. So I'll add to that and put in Dan Maloney, yeah. who's a Midlands guy, um, works a lot with Tyler Bate. Uh, it's kind of I think he's younger than me. I think he's nineteen. So, uh, but he's built like a fucking monster and comes across that way as well. Um, if he gets a shot uh, in like progress, I think he would fit fantastically well with progress um, and like the atmosphere there. If he gets a shot there, uh, he could move up the ladder very, very quickly. So happy to have him on board. That's some okay. excellent picks in this round. I've occasionally seen him teamed with uh, Pete Dunn. And uh, so, yeah, you've, you've got that tag team if Damien ever uh, isn't around. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yes, he's he's looked very he, he works very well with Pete Dunne as like a pair of bruisers. Often something different to uh, the the uh, Dunne bros team. Um, both very good, of course. Um, I'm going to continue the theme that we've got going on here with young guys. And I'm going to go with Robbie X. Mm-hmm. Um. I've seen him a couple of times uh, recently where he's been doing basically all of Will Ospreay's stuff. Um, so you could pretty much throw him in with guys that, that, that Osprey usually has good matches with, and I'm sure they'd be good matches, like Sabre Jr., like Skull. I, I can see that from, from him. Um, I, th- I think it was Jay Lethal said he had like one of his best matches with Robbie X. He just put him over big time in terms of talking about how good he was. But uh, he's he's real crisp. Uh, like all the the spots that he lands are clean. Um, 
I think he's got a big future. He's, I think he's 21. Like, I could be wrong, but I think he's 21. It's somewhere around there. He's yeah. early, early 20s, but he's been around for a while. He started wrestling when he was, like, a, a child. His face gets very red mm. when he wrestles. Um, Which is good. I don't mind that. <laughs> you like the effort being shown. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those people just go out there, they barely break a sweat. <laughs> what's, going on? what's going on here? Uh, so I get another one, right? You do indeed. Um, just having a bit of a scroll through. Um, I think I'm going to go with uh, Mike Hitchum, uh, Wild Boar. Um, he, he's a really solid wrestler, and like every time he's had an opportunity to prove that, he's he's delivered. Um, but hasn't had a lot of shots on a like a, a big scale. He's uh, he does well in um, all the sort of Welsh uh, like Bristol area type of promotions. Um, yeah, he's a good pick. Uh, a couple of ways I could go with this, but I think I'm gonna draft a guy who could have potentially gone higher, but obviously his value has diminished with injury, and that is Flash Morgan nice. Webster. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise! I didn't draft him. Uh, he's not the most popular guy amongst the Britress Roundtable group, but uh, he showed a lot against Zack Sabre Jr. in that Cruiserweight Classic qualifier. Try saying that fast five times. Um, and when he comes back from injury, he should be uh, better off for that performance. Um, hopefully none of his ability is diminished by the injury, so it's I can see why he's fallen this far, but uh, at this stage, I'd be silly not to pick him because he does have a lot of talent. Yeah, I was kind of hoping people just kind of forget about him and I'd pick him at Rod at the end. <laughs> that, that, that was me as well. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure oh. about picking injured people, but apparently uh, Ollie just doesn't mind because he's <laughs> Yes, his roster's going to be a bit, bit empty to, to start with. Um, while you guys were just waiting on him, uh, I just didn't want him, to be honest. Um <laughs> Ian, you're up next. Yes, Mikey Whiplash will be mine um, because no one else has picked him yet, and he's a decent name. I don't, I don't mind him. I don't love him. I don't hate him. But uh, he's, you know, he's on a card. People know who he is. That's fine. He's better than his progress performances in recent times had have led, led have suggested. I'd yeah, say he can definitely tell a, a good story as well in terms of in terms of promos. Um, if that's your kind of thing, you know, I'm not into the, the totally occult, creepy kind of thing that he goes for sometimes, but, you know, he puts emotion into it and he gets he gets uh, the best out of other people sometimes as well, so I'll take it. Right. Um, I have another two then. Um, okay, I'm going to pick first uh, another guy who's injured, um, although I think he's on the verge of returning. Uh, unlike Havoc and uh, Webster, okay. um, Robert Dreisker, um, because he goes well with uh, Ilya Dragunov, uh, who was my fourth pick, so uh, I may as well take advantage and put, put together myself another tag team. Um, at the same time, both these guys can go in single, singles. Um, uh, yeah, Dreisker is... A real ball of a man. Um, like a, I think he's sometimes described as a cannonball, and that's very, 
very accurate. Um, similar to Dragunov, he will throw his body at you, um, or hopefully at his opponent, um, but at you as well if you get in the way. Um, and he just has some really good matches and works really well with Dragunov. Um, so yeah, why not take that tag team when they're really good? Um, and for my second pick of this section, I'm going to go with Luther Ward. Um, he's a great promo. Uh, he's kind of the ace of OTT, so I'm stealing him away from Ian. Um, and he's really good in the ring, uh, too, which... Um, He's kind of a veteran by this point, so, you know, he's probably not going to be improving much from this point, but he's good at the moment, um, as evidenced by his performance in that tag match um, when he was teamed with Pete Dunne against the Uptown Funkers. Um, and he's someone who I could see having... He's someone I'm happy to have on a roster with guys like Travis Banks and TK Cooper, because I, I, I really feel he... He's got a, a similar kind of style to the one they could grow into over time. And he could kind of teach them the ropes somewhat. Um, a good veteran presence. Okay, so it's me again. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> mm, I will pick... Uh, out of these two. I will pick Jodie Fleisch. Um, because he's good, and <laughs> I like him. Um, no, he's he's um, yeah. You would have assumed that somebody like him would maybe have burned out by now. Um, but he still seems to be able to go. Um, and you know, that's good. <laughs> he doesn't seem to get injured, which no. is weird. Because he should. Yeah, I. Was it that King of Europe Cup? <laughs> yeah. <2007? laughs> I know exactly I what he's... assumed he was dead. Um, although I also assumed Pac was dead um, on that show as well, but they, they both seem to be all right. <laughs> but yeah, that he's... he's he's For for someone who's been around so long, um, he still seems to be able to to uh, to fly about the place. And um, for someone that works his style, he's, uh, he's a good pick, I think. All right. Uh... I think I'm going to go with T-Bone, because he's a big guy, but he can also work the hardball style. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's a guy, but he's a big, big motherfucker, and he, he, can, uh, he fits in well. You've grabbed yourself another team there. I did that without even recognising. <laughs> Which team, team have I got? Oh yeah, of course. Brown and T-Bone. Yeah. They don't really team anywhere that I particularly am interested in. But yeah, I can utilise that. <laughs> and I did that accidentally. <laughs> Top quality stuff. Um, I was actually just about to do the T-Bone thing. Uh, uh, I, I was just <laughs> looking at him on the screen going, yeah, I could I could do like a 1-2 and then have like a big lads division. Um, so... <sighs> With with T Bone uh, kind of being off the table there, um, I actually cannot find the name of the person that I was looking at. Uh, oh yes, Michael Dante. Um, he's an, he's another uh, large gentleman. 
um, that hasn't gone yet. Um, I know he's kind of seen as a the the lesser part of um, Tommy N's team, like the Sumerian, the Death Squad. The death squad. You, you kind of look at it as like Tommy N plus his mate. But uh, Dante's really solid in singles, and I've got a few of the like burly chaps on the on my uh, roster that could uh, that could have a decent match with him. But I was kind of looking at getting him and T Bone, and I can't do that now. So I'm just going to scroll down the list and see who else I've got. Um... Oh, I'll tell you what, I uh, I will have Johnny Moss. Um, I don't know how familiar any of you are with Johnny Moss, but he's uh, not only is like uh, an experienced uh, worker and a particularly good trainer. Uh, close, got an H. Um, yeah, but uh, he could also fit in with the big chaps, and he is technically outstanding. And I would love to see Sekimoto against Johnny Moss. <laughs> I think that'd be an outstanding match. He was in the uh, shoot start tournament, wasn't he? I he was supposed to be, but he oh, oh. got uh, he n- n- never showed up. Uh, I think he was injured. Ah, right. I think Ridgeway replaced him actually. So. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. He, now. He's really very good, so uh, I'm having him. I remember um, on one of our earlier episodes comparing him looks wise to a uh, strongman of New Japan fame. <laughs> <laughs> The That'll reaction to off. that comparison not going down too well, because um, he is far better than Strongman. He he um, looks like the like a uh, like a muscular, um, uh, you know the the old strongmen of the of like the twenties with the <laughs> lifting the weights with one arm kind of uh, gimmick. That's what he looks like, but he's an outstanding wrestler. Way more technical than you'd expect. Yeah, I, I saw him have a very good match with uh, Doug Williams, and it's stuck in the mind. I'm gonna build myself an impromptu hardcore division and pick Clint Margera. Oh, okay. uh, you know, I've got Havoc oh, and T Bone. Havoc, T Bone, Robinson, and now Margera. So. That is indeed the spelling. Like Bam Margera, come on. Yeah. Children. I didn't even list him down because I was like, he just does loads of like garbagey stuff, and I've never really seen him have like a straight up match, so I'm not sure how good yeah. he would be at it. But I've since I've got the garbage guys, that <laughs> <laughs> makes him sound bad. But uh, I've got the deathmatch guys, so I can sort of build a a division around those guys. <gasps> Way to sell your roster. My division is my my roster is full of garbage. <laughs> it's because Arn said the word and I copied him. Everyone's either injured or garbage, <laughs> <laughs> or both. In the case of Jimmy Havoc, <laughs> or in the other sense of the word, Flash Morgan Webster. Um, oh. Oh. Shots fired. So yeah, those guys can just whack each other with uh, Singapore canes and chairs and thumbtacks and we'll all have a bloody good time. Literally. Indeed. (laughs) Pun intended. Um... Me. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. Okay, so I'll pick Johnny Storm next because that's a good tag team. Logic. (laughs) Um, Setting up for a... Year-long three-way Johnny Storm, Jody Fleisch, um, hot and spicy Williams sisters feud. So we can't wait for that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Johnny Storm's good for his age as well. Some serious, so. serious veterans on the go there. Well, I, yeah, I went all you know, inexperienced in the middle, and I'm just backing it up with some with some experience at the end here. <laughs> William Sisters, hot and spicy. <laughs> Fleisch Storm Freeway that, Feud. That's, <laughs> that's something I would have never come up with, but it's I really a, want to see now. It sounds like porn. <laughs> Hot and spicy William Sisters. <laughs> oh, Fleisch Storm Freeway Feud. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Fleisch has got a C in it, by the way. Ah, damn it. I put one in at the first and then took rid of, got rid of it. After that. There? Nice. Yeah. Um, I have a pick now. Who do I pick? I kind of have two picks, but there's a bit in the middle. But, uh, hmm. I mean, you've uh, already done it that already, so. <laughs> I have. I have. Um, do I want a tag team? How many tag teams do I have? I've got Dragonov, Dreiska, Cerberus. I've got London Riots, South Pacific Power. Uh, Trio. Um, that's three three teams. Do I want a fourth? Do I want a fourth? Do I want the Hunter Brothers? I might want the Hunter Brothers. Um, who else could I choose? This is getting edited down. Do I want a comedy guy to go with Martin? No, I can leave that. I can leave that. Um. You know what? I'm gonna uh, steal someone else from OTT. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Kings of the North, um, Bonesaw and Damian Corvin, if I'm remembering their names correctly. Poor oh, Duncan Disorderly. Bonesaw, I think, is has a great look, um, and I think is probably slightly underrated uh, in general. I could see him at some point breaking out into singles and impressing people. Um, Damien Corvin, uh, he's okay, but as, as, as a team, I've enjoyed what I've seen of them. Um, so yeah, let's add a little bit of Irish flavour. I've already got Luther Ward, so yeah, I've got a little Irish trio going in there. Um, they can go up against, I can see Kings of the North versus, uh, London Riots being a really fun match. Um, so that's, that's basically my reasoning for picking them. Um... But I've kind of, again, kind of cheated there, but not really cheated because it hasn't made any difference. Because we were, at this point, going to foreign imports on the male side of things. And a second round of that. This time I'm up first. Last time I managed to get my number one pick despite being fourth to pick by uh, taking Chris Hero. So who do I want now? Well, I'm torn between two people. Kushida... Because he's really, really good. Like, really, 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 really good. But I'm not sure my roster particularly lends itself to his strength. Uh, his strengths. It's not a particularly technical roster. A lot of high-flying, a lot of um, big lads, but not much technical. So I don't think I'm going to go with Kushida, as much as I love him. So instead, I'm going to go with Chuck Taylor, um, ah. or Dustin, as he's now called, um, <laughs> all caps, um, because he is the best comedy wrestler in the world, um, and like one of the five I enjoy, and um, 
I can see him and Martin Kirby having some great matches. Uh, and then at the same time, like Kirby, he's got that versatility that when he needs to go serious, he can, and he can have very good matches. So I'm taking Chuck Dustin Taylor. Damn it. I, I, have, uh, I get the sense that uh, I was not the only person who had him on a list to pick. As I hear Ian grumble in the background. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, it but it's now your fun. pick, so you yeah. can now pick from anyone apart from Chuck Taylor. Yeah, I, or, I already picked uh, Kotaro Suzuki uh, to come in um, on the hope that he'd be able to show up um, on a fairly regular basis. I'm going to do the same thing. Um, I don't think there's any need to bring in any massive stars if they're just going to be there every now and then. Um, so Jigsaw, I will bring in. Um, he works OTT fairly regularly. Um, and he's great. So that is the reason that I'm picking him. He doesn't seem to get the recognition, mostly because I don't know where the hell he works at most of the time. Mostly um, the UK at this point. Yeah, You could probably make the uh, argument he could have been a... Uh... I I was player. going to pick him for domestic male. Were you going to? Just saying. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm, he should have left it so late. I, I, no, I was going to leave it last for comic effect. <laughs> but I have been one up. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, no, Jig Jigsaw is staggeringly good for someone who doesn't seem to work anywhere. Um, he had a match in Evolve with was it Zach? Yeah. Recently, which was so good and um i think that made people realize just how good he was even though he has been showing off how good he is in, in ott on a fairly regular basis so yeah i'll uh, i'll take him sorry and he's Ollie. not really tied down anywhere so he's pretty much all yours um you've got those two regulars yep wonderful uh, for my import my second import i'm gonna take a man who had a ridiculously good match in the 16 carat this year, and that is Shane Strickland. Partly because he's going to be around a lot. I'll be able to get him in pretty much whenever I want. Um, but also because he really is pretty much just as good as Will Ospreay or Ricochet. So I basically got the Ospreay and Ricochet understudy match in Ryan Smile versus Shane Strickland. And they could put on a hell of a match. Like I, I like that sort of just balls to the wall, do everything you possibly can match. Um, and I think those guys can absolutely deliver it. So that could almost main event my first show and just make everyone who sees it want to come back. As good, maybe. Maybe a bit of a pull, but uh, they're, they're both very good. I'll give you that. Um, and you're setting a very high bar for them that they might not quite clear, but they're very close. <laughs> So that that's that's a, a compliment at the, at, in itself. They are definitely cheaper though. So <laughs> <laughs> you're running this on a budget. Factor any of that it's in. the budget Osprey Ricochet. <laughs> budget picks. You probably have the cheapest um, roster. Um. Uh, probably. Mine's, mine's pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, me, and, me and Rob's got deep pockets. <laughs> um, I, I haven't wasn't uh, factoring money in. I, I, I think we have unlimited money, but money could be a factor of 
if someone wants to judge it in that sense. Sustainability, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's probably something we should have decided beforehand. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can vote however you want. Um, I just vote for me. Kind of figured <laughs> at this point that everyone else would have just had like the best New Japan guys, so I've. I didn't even bother making a list. I just went, oh, I'll just pick whatever New Japan guy is left. And, yeah, that hasn't worked out at all. Um, None of them so far. Uh, Unless you count Kyle. Uh, well, you could do. But, um, yeah, so far, nobody. Um, but I'm going to resist the urge to um, uh, have like one of their top guys and instead pick Jay Lethal um, because he seems to spend like half his career in England anyway um, so he might as well do it for me um, he, he's had pretty good matches with, with just about everyone he's, he's come up against uh, on these UK tours I don't get me wrong I would I would much rather have Tanahashi but like <laughs> how many matches am I going to get out of Tanahashi uh, Lethal is going to be on virtually every show I don't know that you could let the hair envy uh, die along no he wouldn't he, I couldn't be in the same room as him for that, no. that frequently. I certainly couldn't tell him what to do. I'd be like, well, what would you yeah. like to do? <laughs> and with Jay Lethal, you have none of that problem anymore, because um, he is now bald. Baldied. Yes, um, it's been going for a while. Yeah. Also, Although I it get still some, hasn't aired on TV. I get so great Randy R. Savage R. impressions as well. Yeah. Everyone, everyone yeah. likes a Randy Savage impression. Lethal someone who I always enjoy, but for whatever reason, I'm never that excited for beforehand, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that's perfect, really. But, um... but yeah, yeah, he's good. He's he consistently very good. He did have a great match with uh, with Joe Coffey and Discovery as well. So, yeah, he's good. Ian, you are up. Am I? Back, back to the European guys. Um... Since my Damien Corvin pick was pre-picked. Oh yes, of course. Uh, I better look at that then, eh? Um, <laughs> I have got nothing left here. Um, I will pick uh, Bad Bones from WXW just because um, I saw his name on this list. Um, <laughs> and He's fine. I, he, he can have good matches if he's in with good people. Um, and at this point, that's all you can really ask for. So yeah, we'll go for Bad Bones. Bad Bones. Very good look. Um, and for whatever reason, almost the opposite of Lethal. I'm, I'm always looking forward to his matches more than um, more than they turn out to be quality-wise. But he's generally good, but not great. Which is, yeah. you know, at this I, I point, we're, we're getting towards the dregs. I think he's someone who can have he can have a good match if you're going to uh, have a good match with him. If if you're expecting him to carry something, maybe not. But uh, for example, I saw a match with him and Ilya Dragunov, um, which was fantastic um, at last year's sixteen carat. Um, so he can definitely have good matches, and as he said, at this point, that's all you can really ask for. Okay, I am gonna be naughty slash a dick and pick Lee Hunter on the express permission of Amphirious, but he's not going to pick the other Hunter brother. <laughs> I don't want any of the, the Hunter brothers, bits. so... <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, I'll pick Lee Hunter, and when it cycles back round, 